Welcome into another edition of Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. Today with me, I have Jake making his triumphant return because like everyone else in the world, his basketball season is over. Uh, hopefully not the NBA, crossing our fingers for a mid-June return there. But Gotta have it. Jake, you won a regional championship, but then your national tournament got canceled, but still got that hardware, right? That's a nice little... Yeah, tell me I'm not national champions 2020. <laughs> Somebody please tell me I'm not. That's how I feel about Creighton, right? I've already claimed the national exactly. title for Creighton. Tell me I'm wrong. Show me where they lost. Yeah, that's all show I want to know. Lost. That's all I want to know. I think they should hang a banner like UCF did for that. Uh... Oh, <laughs> I am. Without a doubt. <laughs> um, all right. So today we have a, you know, we're missing out on our March Madness. Yeah, that was going to be fun. It was, I mean, would have started today. We'd only, we'd be like halfway in to our 12-hour marathon right now. We'd be about like six liters of diet due deep each. At least. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> Probably 100 pizza rolls. <laughs> 100 pizza rolls. A couple of frozen pizzas each. Oh, yeah. See what happens. Um, fat and happy. So we, <laughs> fat and happy is right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we would, uh, in order to kind of fill that gap, we have a very special bracket episode for you of the top 32 episodes of The Office of all time. And we are going to crown a best Office episode ever, bracket style. Yeah, I mean, NBC put out this bracket. You've probably seen it on social media uh, with the hashtag Office15. Um, and so we are, we're going to give using you... their bracket. Yeah, we are using their bracket. And we're just going to give you the winners of that. If you were uncertain, this will be the official winner. This is the official, undisputed, undefeated Office episode champion. Yeah. Come at me, NBC. Um, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to argue, disagree, you're wrong, but you can find me at Lula on Twitter or Instagram. You can also find the podcast on Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula on Facebook or RaviLulaRadio.com. Yep. Jake doesn't really do social media. so nope. Interact with him. Interact with me. I'll pass it along. Yeah. Come at me with your stuff through him. <laughs> <laughs> You're a coward. Um, <laughs> all right. So on the first round, we'll give you a little synopsis of what each episode is and... After that, we will just do straight up uh, picking the winners. So, to start off, we have Dinner Party, which is Season 4, Episode 9, against The Client, which is Season 2, Episode 7. So, quick rundown of Dinner Party. The It might be Michael Scott's most brilliant moment, where he... Apparently does a fake overtime, mandatory overtime shift, and at the last minute says, you know what, screw corporate, we're not doing this, I'm telling them to, yep. to F off basically, and then everybody's really happy, and at the last minute he's like, hey, Jim Pam, you want to come over for a dinner party? And it appears he orchestrated the whole thing just to make sure they wouldn't have plans, because they've been dodging him. The smartest thing Michael maybe has ever done. Yeah. Um... And so, Michael is living with Jan at this point, who is unemployed and working on a candle business. Yeah, I mean, she's self-employed, technically. <laughs> Backbone of the economy. <laughs> um, 
She is zero dollars a year salary plus benefits, babe. Babe. <laughs> um, so they are invited over to this dinner party, and uh, he also invites Andy and Angela, who are dating at the time. Uh, he Dwight is not invited, but he because they say he does not. It's a couple's thing, and he doesn't have a girlfriend, so he and they only have six wine glasses. Yes, so there's two two reasons that you can come. Glasses. So. Dwight so, remedies that by bringing his own wine glasses and his babysitter, former babysitter sitter slash current lover. Yeah. It's, Weird dynamic. I mean, there's just a lot of cringeworthy moments as we go through dinner. Just yes. beautiful. And uh, Jan, we find out that Jan is this like domineering kind of psychopath, basically. And Michael sleeps on basically a small bench at the end of their bed. Yes. Um... <laughs> And he's like, see, plenty of room, and just curls <laughs> up. Like, it looks like a little dog bed. My dog's bed is larger than this. Yeah. Um, they also... Um, <laughs> they also... We kind of show... I think his... we're a little deep in the synopsis. I think, I think, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, we had to shorten up the synopsis, because these, these are all the points of why okay, this yeah, episode's yeah, you're right, you're right, you're too right, deep, you're right. too deep, too deep. Um, so, basically, they're at this dinner party. There's a bunch of super awkward interactions. Jan thinks Michael and Pam used to be lovers. Um, and basically the whole thing, Michael is trying to get all of his friends to invest in Jan's candle business. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a disaster. So that's the synopsis. Okay. And then for the client, which is again, season two, episode seven, the, uh, Jan again, this is earlier, obviously is Mm. meeting up with, uh, Michael to, uh, who with Christian, who is played by Tim Meadows, who represents um, a government, the county schools. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he runs the county schools, and they're trying to sell paper to the county, and he basically Michael has is connects with Christian on all their jokes and all of his buffoonery, and. Yep. In the process of doing that, convinces Christian to give his business to Dunder Mifflin. And at the very end of the episode, Jan is so impressed and, I don't know, just bamboozled by his idiocy that worked that he, her, and Michael end up kissing and more, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Um, We find out they don't sleep together, but they fool around and talk about her divorce and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that's basically the client. Yeah. All right, so in terms of your gut reaction, I know you love dinner parties. I love dinner parties. This is kind of, so this is kind of a dichotomy of what type of office episode you like. Because some people really enjoy the more British style, really cringeworthy, awkward episodes. And that's dinner party in a nutshell, right? Yeah, I mean, it. I, I feel like Dinner Party blends what you're going to describe as the second one. Like, there's a lot of the cringeworthy moments, but still a lot of, there's like, some classic, of the, like, classic office funny stuff. Yeah, there's like, classic slapstick humor. Like, let's make no mistake. It's not Scott's Tots by any means. No, if that's on here, like, it should be off. But <laughs> it's going gonna, gonna to get voted off the island. There's no <laughs> way. I literally, that's the only, ep- we'll get to it later. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. So there's this is closer to the cringy stuff, the awkward comedy that the office it originated is. it in Britain, still with it, the American spin on it. Right. And then the client is really 
That's an early episode. That's like the 13th episode ever they did. Right. Because um, there was only six episodes in season one. Right. So they're kind of, that's kind of their finding their form of, yes, there's some awkwardness, but it's mostly finding its own footing outside of the British series. Yep. Because the first season is a lot, the vibe is a lot more closer to the British series than what you would find in the middle, kind of the sweet spot of the American series. Correct. And season two, this episode in particular, you could argue this is the, the client is the first, like, great episode of The Office. Ooh. There's some good ones, and you kind of start to get hooked. Yeah, I, but I the feel client like is really good. The client is really good. It's I like mean, it don't, it's like where they find their. It seems like where they find their footing to it's, me. It's like it's very uh, foundational in the storyline as well. Like there's a lot I mean, of important story it moments, is, that especially because of the Jan Michael um, stuff that kind of goes on through several seasons. Right. Um, I will say in season one, like basketball is really funny. Yes. Um. So you kind of start towards the end of season one getting. You get some, some stuff. of that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, like, ultimately, I'm going to really lean heavily on the dinner party here as my winner. I feel like they're going to so come out. But I, I do have respect for the client and just, like, we actually get to see Michael actually good at his job. Like, if you watch him, he's actually being a really good salesman. See, and that's the appeal of, of the client, right? Because... yeah. For most of what we've seen so far up to that point, it's like, Michael's a buffoon. How did he get this job? Right? And in the right. client, you get, oh, he actually was a really good salesman. Right. You can understand in that moment how he got promoted from salesman to manager. Yep. You're like, oh, he probably Absolutely. was the best salesperson in the office. Yeah. And you're like, he's probably not fit to be a manager, at least at this point, right? Because you can make the argument that later on, he actually becomes a decent manager. But at this point, you're like, he's probably not fit to be a manager, but you understand how he got there. Yeah. Whereas before that, you're like, how did this happen? Yep. Um, so that's kind of the appeal of the client. Plus, I think the chemistry between Tim Meadows and Steve Carell is really good. They play off each other really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you got some great, uh, great funny guys there. You get some, like, great back and forth with uh -huh. the jokes they do there. The, the dinner party... You kind of actually have something similar here with Michael, with with uh, Michael's character, because it does show him to be way more competent than you think he is. In the sense that, like, he literally tricked Jim and Pam and all these people into making sure they have free time so they can come to this dinner party. Yeah, I mean, he does that. He also subtly gives Dwight the reasons of why he can't attend, and so he's basically saying, Dwight, if you fix these two reasons, you can also attend. Like. He's yeah. like sneaky being a good friend. Um, and I think, you know, that's good. And then, of course, you've got the dinner party. There's so many quotable moments. The best moment, and that's the, the, my argument for the dinner party, because it does make me cringe a lot. And I oh, like those, no doubt. I like those episodes a lot less in general. But the vasectomy scene <laughs> is one of the funniest scenes in office history. <laughs> Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. You have any idea what that does to a man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like an all-time office moment. Yeah. I finally broke down and bought myself a plasma screen TV. And it's like this 10-inch TV. Like, my tablet is bigger than that, you know? He like, he's like, and you can push back into the wall so you have more yeah. space. Yeah, um, I mean, incredible, incredible. There's just, some incredible moments in It's that. just a fantastic... Yeah, there's incredible moments. Like, I get on the whole, it's very... There's challenging a to watch. It is. But they, it's so funny. Also, I do think it's funny that 
Jim fakes a phone call and Pam like calls him out on it and like bring like reels him back in. Yeah. That's a pretty funny moment. Um so I, I'm actually gonna agree with you. I think dinner party <sighs> moves nice. on. You gotta get it out of the first round. Um I just have to I have to acknowledge the awkwardness of that movie. Or of that that episode. That it's it's tough. It's it's tough. A, it's, it, it can it's, be a it, tough. It's hand. different. It's different. But all right. So funny. that one moves on. Next up, we have booze cruise. Oof. Which is that's cringy. I don't think I, I don't think booze cruise is nearly as cringy as as. Uh, it's not as cringy, but it's still, dude. The whole thing with Jim bringing that date just to like blow her off and it's. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Kind of, he seems kind of like a dick in that move in that uh, episode, which is in that episode. I mean, you got Michael getting convincing people to or not convincing, but <laughs> accidentally getting people to jump, jump overboard. overboard. Uh, what was with that guy? <laughs> um, all right, you so got, let's uh, yeah, let's do this tonight. Um, so that's Booze Cruise, and it's going up against Casual Friday. Uh, Booze Cruise is season two, episode eleven. Casual Friday hmm. is season five, episode twenty six. So let's do Booze Cruise. Um, yeah. So, Dunder Mifflin goes out on a cruise on Lake Wallenpapak, uh, in January, which seems like a bad idea. Better rate. He plans to use the cruise as a party and a leadership training exercise because corporate told him he can't have any more parties unless they also, unless there's like a educational element to them. Um, we are introduced to Captain Jack, who is Rob Riggle, who's very funny in general. Um... And Rob Riggle keeps, or Captain Jack keeps interrupting Michael, and he has a real, anytime there's like a power struggle, Michael really, really has a hard time, and you see that with Captain Jack. Um, Dwight is kind of being a pain, and so Captain Jack makes him steer the ship, which he thinks is real, uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Like a little kid. Uh, As you mentioned, Jim brings Katie, who we meet in Hot Girl. She's the purse girl. Mm Um. They have been kind of on and off, but they're sort of back together at this point. Um, and so that's an important part of the episode. Uh, Michael keeps trying to get in charge, and he falsely claims, like you mentioned, that the ship is sinking. And so everybody panics, and one guy jumps off board. And then Michael gets basically put in booze cruise jail. Yep. Um, he doesn't get like zip tied to the he gets railing. Zip tied to the bow, I think. Um, that's super funny. And then, drunkenly, Roy re-kind of proposes to Pam and sets a date for their wedding, Yep. which kind of sends Jim spiraling. He's kind of mean to Katie, breaks up with her, and yep. uh, in a bizarre turn, confesses to Michael that he has feelings for Pam. Right. Um, and then, that leads to one of the, um, <laughs> one of the best lines from Michael... Where he's like, what does he say? He says, whoopty freaking do, engaged ain't married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So classic Michael line there. So that's yes. Booze Cruise. That's Booze Cruise. Um, Casual Friday is... I believe it's Michael, Michael's it's, Scott's return after yes, the Michael Scott after paper After the Michael company. Scott paper no. company, him, Pam, and Ryan have rejoined. They kind of have their own clique. And it's pissing everybody else off. Um, Jim is trying to kind of bridge the gap between 
the people that stayed at Dunder Mifflin and um, and the Michael Scott Paper mm-hmm. Company people. And they he is kind of trying to stay out of everything and ends up playing board games with Creed in the break room, which is kind of kind of a funny interaction. Um, what else here? So they go and oh, and basically the end of the episode is it all comes to a head with there's not enough clients for both Pam mm-hmm. and Ryan, and so Pam ends up getting the sales job, and Ryan uh, is offered his temp position once again, um, and that's basically Casual Friday. This is a pretty easy one for me. I just like Booze Cruise a lot better than Casual Friday. Um, Casual Friday to me is not it's not a terribly memorable episode. No, there's a couple moments that are funny, like at the beginning with Meredith. And, yes, you know you lose. Where she she ruins Casual Friday. For yeah, everyone. she uh, uh, she's one of her boobs hanging out. Yeah, and they're like, and like, then she pulls it up, yeah. and Kelly goes. Where are your panties, Mary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty so funny. So that's pretty funny. Um, I do like the stuff with Jim and Creed. Cause I mean, Creed's, there's... It, yeah, I think I'm with you. There's just, like, funny moments in that episode. But it's not a great it's not episode. A, no, it's not a great um, episode. And, of course, Booze Cruise has... I mean, not only are there funny moments, but it has actual significance. Got important plot to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, with so I Jim think... revealing his feelings for Pam. Um, and also... Roy kind of stepping up and yeah, because at that point that it escal- actually feels more like Pam might actually end up with Roy. Yeah, well, because they're um, yeah, because earlier on the boat, there's a moment where it seems like Jim's gonna tell Pam he doesn't, and then after that, pretty close after that, Roy kind of yeah. like escalates because before that episode, it's like there's no way Roy and Pam end up together. Well, you don't feel that way at all, right? Yeah. And then at this episode, you're like, oh crap. Like, yeah. maybe this is going to happen. So, that really raises yeah. the stakes on that love triangle. Yeah, um, I got... I mean, I'm with you. I think Booze Cruise is I think the winner Booze here. Cruise is the clear winner. Um, nothing against Casual Friday. It's just like, Again, it's not it, super memorable. It doesn't... It's not super memorable to yep. me. So, Booze Cruise is our winner there. Oof. All right. All right. Up next, we have Money from Season... For episode seven, and then that is going up against. So that's actually a two-part episode, isn't it? What was money about? Money. I think that's the one where he declares bankruptcy, isn't it? Um, is it that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I believe that's maybe the one. Runs away to the train. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, if that's the one, like, I honestly don't know that you have to go too far in depth because it's going up against Goodbye, Michael. Season seven, season seven, episode twenty-two, and I think that's probably yeah. Goodbye, I mean, barring Mike. barring significant argument from you, I think that one's goodbye. Michael's moving on. I mean, yeah. No so we'll do a quick synopsis. Um, goodbye, Michael's one of my favorite episodes of The Office. I mean, um, it's 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 really yeah. I mean, it's actually quality <laughs> production. <laughs> like it's actually really. Uh, oh, I will. Hear me out, though, on money, okay? Because this is also the same episode where Pam and Jim spend a night at Shroot Farms. Ooh, yes. Which, that's really funny. That is really funny. Um, 
It's a tough matchup, man. It's a good it's a good episode, but it came up against one of the It is it's a tough matchup. Um sorry. Yeah. That is a really funny this part. This is also where we find out that Michael is working as a telemarketer. Um and right, right. Yeah, and then as I said, that's the one where he goes, I declare bankruptcy. Yeah. Um yeah. So that one's funny, and then he runs off to the train. I will say one of the one of the few this is one of the few redeeming Jan moments. Yes. At the very end of this yes, episode. Where she chases him and is like, Hey, like we can get through this, we'll figure it out. It's yes. one of the few moments where Jan isn't a monster. It is. Um, it is. So that's compelling. I also like the part where in order to cheer Dwight up, who's upset about his breakup with Angela, Jim and Pam leave a really nice review on TripAdvisor about True Farms. Yes. Um, that being said, it has no chance against Goodbye Michael. No. Um, obviously, Goodbye Michael is, he's about to move to Colorado um, to be with Holly, who has already moved back there to be with her parents. He claims that um, this is his second to last day of work because he doesn't want to say goodbyes to everyone and make everybody sad. Uh, but he does ha- try and have, he tries to give everybody in the office a moment yes. that they would enjoy. Um, yes. And it's a really, really sweet episode Yes, in terms of just like, it's one of the most heartfelt episodes. And it is the, honestly, the series probably should have ended here. There's not a lot of this that I'm interested in after that. Like, of course, I like I like the very last I like two episodes. The very end of season nine, but a lot of the stuff after Goodbye Michael till the last few episodes of season nine, there's not a lot else that you're like, oh, I'm really glad they have that. There's right. some stuff. There's like individual good episodes, but. If the series ended with Goodbye Michael, I don't know who's upset. The only thing... It would have been a perfect ending. Now knowing how they actually did the season finale, like, I like that. I just wish they would have skipped all the episodes and just went, Goodbye Michael, to the season finale. With the documentary. With the documentary. um, Obviously, not to give away too much, but I mean... If you're, listening, of, if you're listening to this, I just assume you've seen all of them. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you haven't, that's what on are you. you doing here? Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> um, so again, at the end, you, Steve Carell comes back after his hiatus to be in that very last episode. In Dwight's Wedding. In Dwight's which Wedding. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. And so I appreciate... The I mean, last the couple only, episodes are really, really The good. only thing redeem, redeemable about Michael not being in episodes is the fact that Michael can come returned back. to yeah. an episode. But other than that, this is this is often the time. Uh, often I don't even watch this whole episode because it's actually sad, and I'll just start. Over. I teared up the first time I saw this episode. Yeah, and, and I mean where you read, Pam runs and catches him at the airport. Well, because you read that that's that's her actual goodbye to Steve Carell. That's yes. Jenna Fisher's actual yeah. goodbye to Steve Carell, yeah. and so it's actual real emotions. And um, yeah, I mean this is this is just a no brainer. It's a no brainer. It's no brainer. Goodbye, Michael moves on to the second round. Uh, I will say. Money is a that's a tough out for money. It's just a bad match because money's a good episode. I mean, it happens every year, right? Um, you get a good team that's, that's matched true. up against a better team. <laughs> it's just a bummer. It's like Marquette <laughs> getting matched up against John Morant last year. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, it's a bad matchup. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it's welcome um, to March. All right, let's uh move on to the next matchup. Who Niagara. Got Niagara against the Deposition. Ooh, the Deposition's pretty good. 
It is pretty good. So Niagara is season six, episodes four and five. Is that that's Jim and Pam's wedding, right? Yes. I mean, sorry again. And then how are you gonna beat that? The deposition. Let's just give the deposition a little bit of time since I'm I'll, assuming it's not moving on. I mean, I'll give them a nod because yeah, I mean, how are you gonna beat? It's a, I can't knock out Jim and Pam's wedding in the very first correct. round. Like, I'm sorry. Well, again, this is a very bad matchup for the deposition. Funny episode. Because it could have beat probably Booze Cruise. It could have beat Casual Friday for sure. Oh, yeah. But this is a bad matchup. Let's just give it a little bit of time here. Give it a little love. Um, so, Michael and Jan are... Or Jan's suing Dunder Mifflin for wrongful termination. And Michael is a witness in this. She's Jan's obviously coached him up. And... He's caught in between this company that he has this absurd love for and Jan, who is this very toxic relationship. Um, and so he has this scene memorized. The actual deposition scene is really funny. Oh, it's um, really funny. The, that's what she said back and forth where yep. they're like, that's what who said. And, and then they read it back from the stenographer. Yep. That's really, really funny. Him asking to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then it'd be like, no, that was to avoid a question. This now time I actually, actually have to go, go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, where they print off his diary and Toby asks for a copy. Uh, yeah. It, like, there's really funny stuff in this episode. Really funny stuff in And it. then back at the office, you've got Jim playing ping pong against Daryl. Yes. And then uh, they convince Dwight to let him, to practice against Jim so he can beat Daryl. And by saying he's got to play this really big client, and then at the end of the episode he goes, "Daryl's not a client. He works here, dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> like it's a really good episode. That's a good one. And then I'm, and then the Michael closing thing there is significant. Of you expect to get screwed by your company, you don't expect to get you screwed, screwed by, by your, your girlfriend. girlfriend. Um, and that's why he ends up side. Basically, his Siding testimony with sides with Dunder, Dunder Mifflin. Mifflin. Um. And, yeah, I mean, that's kind of... That's all, it's a great episode. Very it's good episode. It also no chance against Jim and Pam's wedding. Kind of spells doom for his and uh, his and Jan's relationship. Yeah. All right, so Niagara, this is a two-part episode, episodes four and five of season six. And basically, everybody goes to Niagara Falls for the wedding of Jim and Pam. They had it in Niagara Falls because they thought nobody would take time off of work to go. But Michael gave everybody the day off, a paid day off if they went Two. up to Yeah, the Friday and the Monday, right? Yeah, if they were if willing they went to, up to the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Um, Michael forgets to book a room because he thinks the block, you just get one. Yeah. Um, and then, so he tries to bunk with Dwight and that doesn't work out. And that's, it's, uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then they're super, the best, I think the best part of this episode is they're super concerned about Pam's grandma finding out she's pregnant because she's very conservative. <laughs> and so they are convinced Michael's going to say it, and then Jim accidentally Jim's spills the beans. Yeah. Um, I think Michael does one of the talking heads, and he's like, I can't believe it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really funny. Uh, and then Michael and Jim, or excuse me, Michael and Dwight try and um, hook up with uh, some people at the wedding, Dwight, uh, ends up hooking up with one of the bridesmaids. Yeah. And Michael ends up sleeping in the ice machine room, <laughs> which is really funny. Yes. Um, and then what else do we have here? Oh, this is where, this is also important because this is where Michael meets Pam's mom. Right. And they start dating. And they end up dating. 
which, which is ends up being significant. Um, um, you get that. You get uh, Kevin Malone with the hairpiece, with the hairpiece, and, and the shoes, and the yeah, the Kleenex box shoes, and um, obviously the emotional moments of Jim and Pam actually getting go, running off, running off, and, off and getting yeah. married on the on the boat on the ferry. Yeah. Um, because everything they yep um are just as a backup because they thought everything was gonna go wrong. Um, um, the dancing down the aisle is pretty great. Andy rips a scrotum. I mean, there's just yes, it's two episodes. There's so there's much. There's a lot of really it's, good it's stuff gonna be tough there. to knock this one off. Um, this is so a, to this me, yeah, piece. that's uh, Niagara. Yeah, Niagara moves on when that's a no brainer. Um, All right, up next we have drug testing against the garage sale. Ooh, this is a tough one. This is a little more. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna have to be a little bit more discussion. This is a tough one because drug testing is very funny. It is, but <laughs> the clove cigarette cigarettes at Alicia Keys <laughs> concert. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that's uh, uh that's very funny. Oh dude. yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Um, and then oh the garage sale though we were talking about this episode uh earlier today the one of the pranks that's in there yes, is phenomenal. That's the problem is this. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, this is gonna be tough here because all right, so let's we'll do. Oh, where are my episodes at? I, I think we probably do these ones off memory, no? So which one is this? This one is... So if you do drug testing... So drug testing, you've got... Uh, basically, Dwight, Dwight finds, finds like half of a joint in a in the parking lot. Yep. And so he insists that everybody gets drug tested. And he, and he goes through... He's his volunteer deputy. And so <laughs> and he's, he's got his uniform on. So he's doing the interrogation of everybody. And that's comical because Creed names the like genus of the yeah. marijuana and Dwight doesn't like, get it. He goes, no, it's marijuana. No, it's marijuana. Idiot. Kicks, to, you know, doesn't even worry about Creed and then Jim actually somehow flips the interrogation on Dwight which is great. It convinces him that he, he's like, but isn't one of the symptoms drug loss, or memory, memory loss? loss? So how, how much, would you know? <laughs> how much pot did you smoke? Yeah, that's great. That one's really And funny. then obviously... Dwight ends up giving his urine to Michael to pass the test, which gets him on uh, on the bad side of Angela, um, and because they're dating at the time. He then resigns as a volunteer deputy because he feels like he did something wrong, right? Which he, probably which did. he did. I mean, um, not that it was going to matter, but he did. Um, so you do that, and then you've got so that's drug testing. Garage sale is. There's also an all-time great prank in here. There is. So the, the so they're selling everything at this garage sale. So right? as a fundraiser, because they got the office got robbed, right? Yes. Yes. There was like a robbery, and so they set up this garage sale as a fundraiser. No, that was no. the auction. The auction was because of the uh, robbery. The auction. Oh was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So tickets. what was? So this is they're just having a garage. They're sale. having a garage sale at the office. Everybody's bringing in their junk, trying to sell it. Ryan's um, got like the pesto sauce and all that kind yes. of stuff, and he's um, and the salsa. Um, and so Jim has these uh, what what's he call them? Like mystical legumes. Basically, yeah, they're magic some, beans. Something something legumes from when his honeymoon in Jamaica. And Dwight is going around trying to trade yeah, literal garbage, trying to trade up to this top prize. Yeah, so and he starts off with like a thumbtack and ends up with a microscope. Telescope. 
Telescope, yeah. Uh, he calls them miracle legumes. That's what he calls them. Yeah. Um, and so Jim, uh, Dwight thinks Jim is trying to sell him these magic beans. And Jim is like, I don't even know how these got there. Like, yeah. I've been trying to get rid of these for months. Um, Crumples them up. Has another package, obviously, that's uncrumpled. Yeah. Re-puts them out. All that stuff. And then, at the very end, obviously, changes out the pot. Yeah, so, stuff, so... Jim convinces Dwight to leave the telescope for the legumes. Yeah. And then Dwight's out there watering them as they're not even growing yet. And then Jim comes around the corner with a cart with four... Or with the the pots and they're fully grown and he switches them out, um, so that's one of my favorite gym pranks. Great prank. Um, so this is a tough one. Also in this episode, uh, this is where uh, Michael was gonna sell his like beer sign. That was the uh, conflict in dinner party. Yeah, the St. Paulie's girl. And then um, Holly goes, "Well, you can keep it just in case." And he's like, "I don't have it just in case. Do you have it just in case?" And she's oh. like, "No." We're missing a huge part of this. And then that's where he actually proposes to Holly. Yes. So this is actually Michael's proposal to Holly, which is a beautifully touching moment. Really, really is. Um, um, so this is kind of a no-brainer. I think Garage So actually, it, it comes out on top here once you dive deep into it because there's a I, lot of little things that go yeah, on Yeah, and episode. I forgot this is the proposal yes, episode. Yes, so. this is a very big episode. All right, so drug testing, you get the boot there. That's a tough loss. That's a tough matchup for drug testing because drug I mean, testing is a very funny episode. It is a great episode. All right, so drug testing moves. Moves on. And up next we have... Alright, next we have Benihana Christmas. Ooh, that's cringy. That is really cringy against the Season 2 Christmas Party. So it's a double Christmas okay. matchup okay. here. Okay, I'm, I'm here for this. So Season 2 Christmas Party. Uh, where are we on Christmas Party? Come here, there we go. And then Benihana Christmas is basically the season three Christmas episode. So Benihana Christmas, if I remember, is the one where um, he's dating his real estate he's agent. Dating Carol, Carol, who's actually his real life wife, which is funny. That is super funny. Um, so Michael and Carol, and he, in, he photoshops <laughs> his face onto her ex-husband's body on a ski trip with her and her family. It's Which is just sends like it out as a Christmas card. The cringiest thing ever. Yeah. Um, so that's really rough. So she dumps him. He buys tickets. He already to- had tickets to Sandals, Jamaica. Yes. And so he is asking. He's heartbroken over Carol. Alleged, yep. Or, you know, it's Michael. So um, so he's heartbroken. And in order to cheer him up, Andy suggests they go to Benihana. This is after he cancels Christmas, right? This is the meme episode of him canceling Christmas. Yes. And Stanley's like, you can't do that. And he's like, Jim, take New Year's away from Stanley. <laughs> right? Like, this is that episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's really good. Um, this is also the episode where Jim convinces Dwight that he's being recruited by the CIA. Pam started that prank for him, and he was going to say yes. no, but he goes back to it because he's dating... He's dating Karen, Karen at, at the this time. Uh, no, 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 no. He doesn't date Karen in season two. He leaves. This is season three, though. Benihana is season three. Benihana. You're right. Benihana is season three. You're so, right. Yeah, right. so he's dating Karen. He's dating Karen, and they're back from... Uh, the he's murder. back from Stam- uh, Stanford. Yep. And so he is dating Karen, and uh, they are having a hard time. You're, he's trying to convince Karen to like participate in a prank with him, I think. 
and she's not having it. Yeah, she's getting jealous because he's vibing with, with Pam, Pam and all this. And so at the end of at the end of all, it's a two part episode. I mean, at the end of all of it, Michael picks up these waitresses and can't tell them apart from Benihana. And there's also uh, Angela kicks Karen off the party planning committee for the Christmas party. And then Pam and Karen start their own separate Christmas yes. party. There's a lot. I mean, it's there's a lot. Parts, so there's a lot. Yeah, in here. there's two episodes in here, and so there's a lot here. Um, yeah. The cringiest part is where he can't tell the two Asian girls he brings back from Benny Hanna's apart, and so he ends yes. up marking one of them with a marker. Oh, brutal! So that is uh, pretty brutal. Um, and at the end of this episode, it's where it becomes more significant. Um, in terms of the larger scheme of the series, is he invites Jan to Jamaica. She says yes, and they end up hooking up in Jamaica. Right, so, right. So um, that's Benihana. So that's Benihana. And then Christmas party. Um, the <laughs> Christmas party is the secret Santa exchange where... Oh. This is also gets super awkward. Was this Yankee swap? Yeah. Oh. Yankee swap. Because uh, <laughs> he buys a, the um, he buys the iPod as a gift to Ryan, which is way more than the twenty dollar limit, um, and he gets a homemade oven mitt from, from Phyllis, Phyllis, and, and then he's out. like a real dick about it, um, and makes Phyllis cry. And this is also important because Jim has the teapot for mm-hmm. Pam, and he's gonna have he's got a letter in there explaining how he feels, right? Um, and he doesn't end up giving that to her, right? Which is ends up being important in the end because it's one of the things that he gives to her at the very, at the very, end very of the end of the series. And this, I mean, this actually falls right before Booze Cruise, which sets up like Jim is trying to muster yes, the he's courage. Try, he keeps trying to uh, to step um, up um, and just can't quite tell yes. Pam how he feels. So this, I mean, this is significant. And then you end up Michael. Everybody, re- Michael realizes he's kind of ruined everybody's Christmas. Yeah. Goes out and gets a bunch of liquor, right? And everybody has a party, and then we end up. And then Kelly kisses is... Dwight, which really pisses Angela off. Yeah, and she, she ends up throwing the um, <laughs> the ornaments in the parking and lot. And then it ends with everybody's gonna go to a bar, and Meredith flashes Michael yep. at the very end. Um, I think I'm leaning towards Christmas party. The season two version? Yes. I am as because well. Because Benny Hanna Christmas, there's a lot more awkwardness that I do not enjoy. Uh, yeah, it, it's two episodes. Also, it's full lot. disclosure, it's a very Andy-heavy episode, and I don't like Andy. Yeah, it is. There's just not, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of worthwhile stuff for me that comes out of Benny Hanna. Like, I'm perfectly fine skipping it, but season two Christmas party is really funny. It's really funny. And even though the Yankee Swap is awkward and uncomfortable, that's a ends up being a fairly small part of the episode. Like it's not that part doesn't last very long. The part with the Benihana waitresses is like m- most of two episodes. Yeah, which is really uncomfortable. Great. It's just not great. All right, so Christmas party moves on, and Benihana Christmas with the first round exit. All right, I feels I feel good about. That. I do too. All right, so next up we've got oh. Murder, oh. which is season six, episode ten. This is a brutal matchup against sexual harassment. Oh, that's brutal. Which is one of 
is an all-time great. That's just like uh, there's so many just taglines from that that's like set up the office. Like early season two is where it just like sexual harassment. A very very good episode. Oh. Um, all right, we'll start with we'll start, start with, with murder. We'll it's start, on the top of the bracket. We'll start with murder. All right, so murder is basically. Um, so if I remember correctly, this is the one where they're, they're afraid that, that it's going to go bankrupt, bankrupt yes. and they read the episode or they read the article in the Wall Street Journal, and so Michael creates a situation to distract everybody. Yeah, to play at the dinner party game, um, the murder, murder mystery and, game, murder mystery game, murder and Savannah, murder and Savannah, <laughs> and he goes full character, and a few people latch onto this idea, but Jim, amongst a couple others, think it's ridiculous. Because they're co-managing. Yeah. And Jim um, like calls him out. He's like, hey, what are we doing? And he's like, and Michael, this is, again, one of the redeeming things about Michael where he knows he's being ridiculous, but he's like, hey, these people need this. Otherwise, they're just going to freak out that we're yep. going bankrupt. And so they get this. They do actually a nice job of co-managing at this time where Michael is leading the the yeah. worried ones and Jim and allows the people that want to work to work. And then Jim kind of buys in to his whole plan. Yeah. Um, so that's a great episode. I yes. Yes. Lots of lots of funny stuff here. Creed, Creed comes in and they say there's been a murder and he like wigs yes. out and runs <laughs> off. Yeah. He goes, Sorry, I'm late, boss. What's going on? There's been a murder and, and you're a Creed, suspect. Creed just busts ass out let of me there. Just, let me just settle in. I'll be right back. Whop. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Classic seen, Creed moment. Classic Creed moment. So it's, it's a really quality um, episode. All characters well displayed here. And then by the end of it. Then the end of it. This is also a meme where Michael, Dwight, and Andy find themselves. It's called a Mexican standoff. I'm not being racist there, where they're all pointing guns at each For other. For a minute, Pam's in on that. Yeah, so and Jim Pam pulls her and, out. Yeah, and, and and Pam like walks out the door with the with the double guns up. Um, <laughs> yep, it's that's a great that's a great moment. Yeah, great episode, phenomenal moment. Um, so that's murder. That's murder. Oof. And that's a good episode. Uh. Sexual harassment. harassment. So, this one is this where we meet Todd Packer? Yeah, I think this is our first Todd Packer episode. So, he uh, basically Todd Packer comes in and uh, is gross. being gross. He's being Todd Packer, and the they have to come in and review uh, the sexual harassment policy um, because. The CFO made some allegations or made some inappropriateness he, with the secretary. Well, he was hooking up with the secretary. Packer tells that story grossly. Yes. Um, and then Toby does the review because Michael's king of forwards. Yes. He's forwards out sexual stuff. All the Pam time. says, my mom's coming. Please don't make don't hit on me today. Um, Michael. Oh, this is where Michael and the warehouse staff, they're watching the sexual harassment video. And... Daryl ends up finding. She's says, a naughty girl. Yeah, he, he hooked up with one of the actors, actresses in the uh, yeah. sexual harassment video. Um, Michael hires his own lawyer. Yeah, because he doesn't realize the lawyer <laughs> from corporates for him. Um, and then yeah. he's like real dramatically saying, "I can't be friends. I can't make any jokes anymore." And then Jim convinces him to make a "That's what she said" joke. He just said, just yeah, tease him, lobs, up. lobs him up right there. Um, oh man. And then, oh, at the end, Packer's being mean to Phyllis, and Michael comes in, and he's like, uh, look how practice. The only thing I'm worried about is getting a boner. 
<laughs> which yeah. is super awkward. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of, because he's defending Phyllis, which you like, and then he makes it like weird and Michael-y. So it's like, yeah. okay, Michael's being a good guy, and you're like, oh, Michael's still gross. Michael's still Michael, um, but he's a good guy. He's just Michael. Um, and then, yep, and then so Pam is waiting for her mom, and as soon as um, she arrives, you overhear her saying, which one is Jim? So right. you know, like, she's been talking to her mom about Jim. So yeah, which is significant. Which is significant because, obviously, this all precedes Jim trying to muster the courage. Yes. So he thinks that if he musters the courage to talk to her, yes. that it could be fruitful. So very important storyline-wise. Um, I feel like I'm going murder here. I'm so glad you said that because I really like sexual harassment. It's a very good episode. Murder, but better. murder is just so funny. Murder's so good. It's right. so funny. I'm glad we agree there. Murder like, moves that's, on. That's a tough one though. I would like that's to say, like, tough if you're watching March Madness here. You are cheering for both teams while they're on offense. Yeah, like, you're you, just you, like this is a want, great game. Whoever I'm, has the ball last, I'm fine with winning. I'm not mad about any of this. But murder, it's just like one of those great eight nine matchups. You're not mad about anybody winning. Yeah, uh, murder moves on to the second round. All right, man. This just this is gonna be a long podcast. All right, I'm just. I'm just I think yeah, we're gonna have to speed it up. It's after. well after so once we get to the second round, we won't have to do synopsises anymore. That will help. So that'll speed us up. Once we get through, we'll we'll be good. This still might be like a two hour podcast because we're like forty five minutes in right now. All right, next matchup: the injury versus fun run. The injury is season two, episode twelve. That's where Michael grills his foot, which is a very funny episode. And then Fun Run. That one. It's just that one? (laughs) I think Fun Run's funny, but him grilling his foot? I Come on! (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Dwight gets the concussion. Fun Run is the episode where Michael says he's not superstitious, but he is a little stitious. So that has to be mentioned because that's an all-time line. Fun run. He runs over Meredith. At the, is that at the start of yeah, this episode? I think that's right. Yeah, because she. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. so this is the the first episode in season four. Um, we find out that this is after Karen and Jim and everybody are uh, are trying yes. to get the corporate job. We find out because at the very end of season three. Uh, Jim asks out Pam. We find out that he broke up with Karen. Um, Karen transfers. Uh, They say, they claim they went on a few dates, Jim and Pam, but they are just friends, which we find out is not true. Obviously. Um, Then, yeah, so we find that out right off the bat. Michael comes in to work, hits Meredith with the car, finds out that she's got rabies. (laughs) Um, And... Yeah, so the fun run is the fun run is they are trying to do a fundraiser for uh, Meredith and the rabies, even though there's already a cure. <laughs> right, race for the cure. They hire the stripper to be the nurse. To be the nurse. I mean, there's there's a lot of. Oh, things. this is Pam accidentally sees Michael naked while he's changing in his office. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, that come that joke comes back at least twice. Yeah, though no, uh, <laughs> your thing is so little. If it was an iPod, it would be a shuffle. Yes, <laughs> that comes back. That comes back in the roast. Uh, Michael Car- Michael Carbloads 
and like right before the race and gets sick. That's really funny. That's really funny. Um, it, it's a really funny episode. So that's a funny episode. So that's that's fun run. Going on to injury, Michael. So Michael likes the smell of bacon cooking when he wakes up. Right. So he, so has he leaves a, it out on the George Foreman and then plugs it in. And goes back to sleep. He steps on the George Foreman and grills his foot. Um, asks for people to come help him. And Dwight's the only. Send anyone but Dwight. And Dwight comes in, runs into the pole, gets concussed. Gets out of the car, throws up on said car. And then gets back in the car. And then goes to go eat Michael. <laughs> and then he's really nice to Pam. They become friends. And he's super goofy, that whole. Um, and Ryan. then he brings in the uh, the the property manager, to because he's in a wheelchair, to try and make oh, the people feel yes. better about disability. Um, <laughs> the toothbrush. <laughs> How long does it take you to brush your teeth? I don't know. Oh, like 30, 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> wow. Three times as long as it takes me, or whatever it is. Um, and then that's uh, the property manager, Billy's the one that's like, hey, uh, I think the uh, Moonface kid has a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the hospital, and... Michael fills out the form for himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Pam says goodbye to concussed Dwight, because she's like, oh, they probably won't be friends after that. <laughs> yeah, because he's like really nice to her, getting yeah. her free music and a case for her non iPod because yeah, Roy got her the discount one. And um, anyway, I think that episode is hilarious. I love the one liners in it. I like Fun Run, but I'm going with the injury. That would be my vote. I'm not like 100. percent I'm willing to listen to an argument here, but my gut says injury. This feels like a toss up to me, so I'm I'm gonna go injury since that's where you're leaning. All right, so the injury moves on, and Fun Run is left in its tracks. Yeah. All right. That's tough. Next up, we are... Now we're on the other side. Halfway through the first round. All right. So we've got the Alliance against Product Recall. So the Alliance is uh, Season 1, Episode 4, and Product Recall is Season 3, Episode 21. That's where they've got the obscene watermark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the Alliance is uh, basically the rumors about downsizing at Dunder Mifflin are going crazy. And Dwight is uh, kind of threatened about this. And Jim asks him if he wants to, or no, uh, Dwight asks him if he wants to form an alliance. And he basically, Jim agrees in order to um, just prank Dwight more. Uh, they, Steve, uh, Michael has an office birthday party for Meredith to raise office morale, even though her birthday is like a month away. And he tries to make like a really good joke and he just can't, like for her card and can't figure it out. Oh, this is also the one where he... Uh, um, where he pledges a bunch of money for Oscar's yes. um, Oscar's nephew's walk and doesn't realize that it's like a per mile thing. Um, so that part's funny. And at the end, Jim gets Dwight to yes. bleach his hair to go on a recon. Yes. But Dwight still sells Jim out to Roy. No, he doesn't sell him out to Roy. Yeah, because 
Because I know they come up, but I didn't think he sold them out. Well, either. Jim, what, yeah, he did. Because, like, Dwight, like, sneaky threw him away at the very oh, end. Oh, he throws him under the bus. But, like, Roy no, just comes up. Roy too. comes up, but Dwight planned it. Because at the end, he, he makes the comment that he was, when he's got the bleached hair, he's like, mm-hmm. you just use them for what you need, and then you get rid of them. That's how it works. Like, he, he like. See, I never took that to mean that he oh, planned I, Roy coming up. I thought he, um, I thought Roy just came up because he always came up to pick up Pam and then when Jim gave Because Jim the, is like holding her hand to like explain her like he's really yeah. excited about something. And then he goes like, no, we were just messing I with Dwight. Because like, Dwight had this alliance and Dwight and Dwight's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I so felt I like the way like Dwight was creepy standing there, like he knew Roy was coming. Like he did it on like a little bit on purpose. Mm, I don't know if I got that from that episode. I mean, maybe not. Maybe that was just my take. But at any rate, like it's funny at the end. Like it is funny. It at the really end. hardens the the relationship between Jim and Roy. There's a lot yes, more. There's a lot more animosity there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so product recall is there's a watermark of two cartoons um, having relations on the water. Um, this is a, or on the paper. This is a pretty good Creed episode because he's the quality assurance director, mm-hmm. and so he like basically covers his tracks by throwing somebody else under the bus. At the factory. Right. Throughout the paper mill. And, oh, this one's awkward, but also a good episode. So, uh, they're, Jim and Andy are going out to a high school to apologize because they had ordered a bunch of that paper for their prom invitations. And we find out that Andy is dating a high school student on accident, <sighs> uh, which is horrifying. Um, Creed, uh, as I said, as he's trying to cover his tracks... Um, I think he does a talking head where he goes, the only difference between me and a homeless person <laughs> is this job. Yes. I will do whatever I can to keep it. And so he throws this Debbie person under the bus that works at the paper mill. Um, cause she alleged, he makes it seem like she was out last week and was supposed to meet with him. Yep. Um, and then he passes around a card for her and has ever put money in it and then he just takes the money. And throws, and throws the, the card, card away. away. Yeah, very, like, this is kind of... And then you also have Michael having a press conference in the... Yes! <laughs> oh, no. Only one person comes, and then you, he has the uh, the customer that he tries to, like, have a, have a meaningful moment with, and she's still mad, even though he apologizes. Um... So that is, oh, hold on. Oh, so this is the identity theft episode also. The cold open is Jim, is Jim imitating Dwight with the glasses and, product and recall. the watch. Yes. Yeah, I and mean, I'm. Bears, Beats, Battlestar Galactica, and then the, it ends with Dwight imitating Jim. So for me, I think that alone puts product recall into the next round. I can see that. Are you good with that? I'm okay with that. All right. So product recall moves on. Do you have the bracket up right now? I do. All right. What's next? Next is Casino Night, which is season two, episode twenty-two. Season two. Ooh, Casino Night's pretty good. That's the season yep. finale of episode of. Uh, that is the season finale of season two, and it's up against what? The Surplus, season five, episode ten. So that's the one where Michael has a bunch of extra money in the budget, and they're trying to 
Um, he's, they're trying to decide whether to get a copier to get new chairs. chairs. And and Michael's finds also- out later that he just can keep a certain portion of it if he sends the money back to corporate. Right. Um, and then Casino Night is Michael organizes a casino night and invites both Jan and Carol because um, he's kind of sort of trying to date both of them. And uh, Jim and Pam are going through audition tapes for her wedding band and they discover Kevin is in a band called Scrantonicity, yes. which is phenomenal. Um this is also really, really important episode because at the end of Casino Night, Jim tells Pam how he feels and then kisses her. And those are two separate scenes. He tells her how he feels, leaves, because she says, I can't be with you. And then she calls her mom crying. Jim comes back, kisses her. And then that's the end of the season. Yeah, she says she still says no. Even after yeah. all that, she says no, and Jim walks out, and that's. I mean, um, so that's a really important episode. Yeah. Or, or, and uh, Pam brought the stay overnight bag to hang out with Michael, and Michael spurns her for not Carol. Pam, Jan or Jan, 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 Jan. Jan. Oh, Jan. <laughs> oh, my bad, folks. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so Jan brings the overnight bag, and and it doesn't actually stay with Michael because he's dating Carol, and Dwight's trying to run interference between them. Yeah, which is pretty funny overall. Um, I. I I think it's hilarious. The surplus is is fine. I, I lean nearly Casino as important night. as yeah. an episode. I lean um, Casino Night. Yeah, that's about it. Basically, the whole episode is. Um, you realize it, Kevin has a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> World Series. Oh, I will say. I, need to, <laughs> I will say, the one of the interesting parts about the surplus, even though I think Casino Night's moving on. Um, the surplus is Angela and Andy are trying to find a location for their wedding and they go to Shroot Farms because her and Dwight are sleeping together. Oh, is this the one where he has a secret wedding or has a a mock wedding, but it's a really a German minister who actually married Dwight and Angela. Yes, yes, Um, and so she gets uh, really mad about that. That is really funny. So that's a really funny part. really funny. I don't think it's enough to kick out Casino Night though. It's a good push at the end, but... It is a good push at the end, but... Too little, too late. Casino Night moves on. All right, what do we have next? This one, honestly, this one feels, like, again, like a no-brainer. All right, what do we have? The Dundies, season two, episode one. Okay. Which, comedy gold. Absolutely. Versus Business School, season three, episode 17, which is where... I believe it's where Ryan invites... Yes, Michael. Michael to, to come speak at his business school class for extra credit, and it just goes so poorly. It does, um, which is funny. But the Dundies is like an all. I mean, okay. Uh, so I will say, in business school, yeah, you're gonna is, have to persuade me not to go Dundies. This is the one where, um, there's a bat in the ceiling, which is funny. Yeah, which is funny. He traps the bat over uh, Meredith's head at the end and everything. But it also is really funny because Jim convinces Dwight that he got bit and now he's a vampire. It's a great prank. Really, really funny part. Great prank. Um, I would raise you with 
Michael Scott's ru- Michael Scott ruining classical songs <laughs> with his rendition at the Dundies. Ruin or improving? <laughs> Most of them are ruined. <laughs> um, let's see. Let, I want to. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Ooh. So Pam gets drunk. Roy leaves, right. and Pam gets drunk. Um, she kisses Jim in this episode. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Because it's kind of a weird drunken thing. Um, and then Pam falls off the stool and gets banned from Chili's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is really funny. Um, and then she, this is the, I just really feel God in this Chili's tonight. It's so funny. Um, the Dundies, it's it's just a big, it's just a big. Second drink. This is second drink where she yes. goes back. She's like, well, the ice melts and there's more alcohol. It's second drink. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm okay with the Dundies, if, if you want to go with the Stanley, Dundies. Stanley, where's your wife? She's so, this woman whose hand I'm holding right next to me. <laughs> uh, all right, the Dundies yeah, it the is. Dundies it is. All right, what's next? Threat Level Midnight, Ooh. Season 7, Episode 17. Oh. Okay. Versus, okay, and this is, this is versus The Job, Season 3, Episode 24 and 25. It's a two-parter. We've already mentioned this. Where uh, Michael has been asked to come interview for this job at corporate, and so he puts everybody through the training exercises at the Ooh. beach. And Dude, there's a this lot one's of hard. It's hard, but it's it's very challenging because the beach stuff is great, very funny well, stuff. It's really important because. And then you get to that. That is just episode twenty four. Is the beach stuff? Because that's they, what Pam tells Jim how she feels. Correct. Um, and then, then you, you also have, have the interview episode, right. episode, which is uh, twenty five, where you've got Karen, Michael, and Jim all at at corporate. Right. We find out later that Ryan's the one that actually gets the job. Right. But you, the first part is you realize Michael finally realizes he's interviewing for Jan's job. Yeah. And they recently uh, just started dating again, like officially, officially again. Because um, um, so that's awkward. And then obviously. The Jim and Karen dynamic versus the Pam situation. I mean, it's it's. There's all a lot there. There's a lot there. There is a Very lot in there. Pivotal point in the and series. Then it ends with Jim coming back to Scranton. Yes, and saying, "Well, Pam first of all, not pa- just coming back, literally leaving Karen in New York City. Yes, because they drove together. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Pam is doing a talking head." And says, oh, you know, maybe we just never got the timing right and whatever. And then Tim or Jim bursts in the door and says, hey, are you free for dinner tonight? And she goes, yes. And he goes, all right, it's a date. Yep. Um, so that's a really important scene. But <sighs> so then threat level midnight, midnight is just... You finally get to see, you see the movie, movie that, that we've gone back and forth on for so many This is years. also... Yeah, because they read. this isn't where they read the script. This is where they actually watch the movie. Right. Um, that he's apparently made over the course of like 10 years. Right. Which... This is also... This is also a... Um, it's funny because years ago he had shown them a cut of the movie and they thought it was a comedy and everybody laughed and he wouldn't show it to them again. So like everybody in the room in the office is playing like it's sh- playing it straight and acting like it's a really great movie and um, he Michael has this fight with Holly about 
you know, hey, this is my dream and whatever. And he's, if I don't have that, what do I have? And she's like, hey, you got me, dummy. Um, yeah. And I also, I like this one because it shows like a real moment of self-awareness from Michael after he has this conversation with Holly in which a previous version of Michael would have blown everything up and been like, well, my movie's more important than anything, whatever. But he has this moment of self-awareness where he's like, you know, it's not very good, but they seem to be enjoying it a lot. Let's go in and finish the movie. Yeah, he realizes um, it's a comedy. Yeah, he realizes that it's um, just like a fun thing that he did with his friends. So, yeah, so my thing, this is really tough for me because I see them both as build-ups. Like, we've been built up for Threat Level Midnight for, for years. For literal years. Because they literal read years. the script in, like, season two. Yeah, literal years we have this build-up. Um, and obviously there's a build-up with Michael and his character development and yes. everything. Versus a build-up with Jim and Pam. This one's tough. Over the course of time. Um, and so you have these two things that are finally getting somewhere. Do you have a lean one way or another? I feel like I've gotten all the lean calls. I feel like you have a lean. I've gotten two or three of them already. I'm just... Man. I enjoy the entire episode of Threat Level Midnight more. The end of the job... The second part of the job where he asks Pam out, that's like a really pivotal moment. And I love that moment. And I really look forward to that moment. But I think the entire episode, Mm -hmm. I think I enjoy watching Threat Level Midnight more. I I buy that. So that's my lean. I buy that. You have a problem there? I buy that. That's an upset, man. The job. I mean, that's. I think it feels like an upset. I don't know, man. I don't Again, NBC put this together, and I have no idea what their criteria was for seeding this bracket because yeah, those brutal, feel like brutal matchups. That, those feel like they could both be in the final four. Yeah, this feels like given the right path, we are talking about these way down the line. All right, so threat level midnight moves, moves on. on. All right, I got it here. Um, okay, so now we're in the final region. So we have uh, whatever eight more. Eight more first round. So four episodes. more matchups. Four yeah. more matchups. Okay, so we've got safety training, season three, episode twenty. Dwight, you ignorant slut. Um, <laughs> and then you have bro. <laughs> is there, are we even going to talk about this, or is this over? This feels over. <laughs> uh, Dwight, you ignorant slut. This feels over. I'm not going to lie. All right, hold on. And then we've got bro broke, which is season five, episode twenty five, which based on the. The title of the episode, I honestly don't remember it. That's so what I'm saying. I'm you're going to have to remind me. The title oh. doesn't give it away to me. Oh, this is a tough one. All right, which one's broke? So broke is where they find out that the Michael Scott paper company is unsustainable with their current price model. Oh. And this is the episode where they go in and negotiate and the Michael buyout. And Michael just hardballs them. Yes. Again, the rare self-awareness of Michael Scott. Where he's like, you know what? We We're need. not worth anything, but I don't think I have to outlast Dunder Mifflin. I just think I have to outlast you, you. David Wallace. And then, but then he gets the big buyout, and it, he has the self awareness a second time to, to say, say no, no. We need we want jobs. jobs. So we don't gets, want money. We want jobs. So he gets jobs for him, Pam, and Ryan. Um, man, that's a good episode. That is a good episode. And then he kicks Charles Minor out, and Mike and he's Charles is about to say no, and Michael's like, nope, go. Doesn't get him to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't give him a chance to uh, to say anything. That's like a that's a really big Michael episode, like a really big mm-hmm. like growth for Michael episode. Oh mm. man, safety training has great one liners, but honestly, it's 
pretty cringy. Like when you think about some of the stuff, like him playing around with the depression and it's not like, it's kind of hard. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. There's some funny one-liners. There's some really funny stuff. But there's some stuff too where you're like, oof. Even this this episode, some of these jokes did not age that well. Um, there's also a funny part in here where this is, I think this they, they bring up March Madness and how they uh, were betting on it. And then they start betting on everything. Like how many jelly beans are in Pam's jar. Uh, whether or not Creed mm. will notice when they switch an apple for a potato. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that part's really funny, but... I think I go broke here. I think. I, I mean, know my gut said safety training, but the more you talk safety about safety training has the better one-liners, but I think I really think broke is the better episode. I have to agree. Cuz broke kind of reshapes the entire landscape of the last few seasons. No, it really does, and you've got... And safety training is just kind of a one-off, although very funny. Very funny. I mean, safety training, I mean, if we're doing the March Madness campaign, safety training has the best player on the court. Yes. But it's not the best team. Yeah, but Broke is going to win the... uh, It's going to win the game. It's going to win the game. Despite an incredible performance. Yeah, incredible performance (laughs) by safety training. Dwight, you ignorant slut. Um, Super funny. Should I get more watermelons? (laughs) Make sure that's Stan, not Stanley's car. <laughs> this might be a hate crime. <laughs> All right, so that's really funny. All right, uh, what do we have next? We've got the finale against Branch Wars. That's going to be the finale. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't even talk about we'll it. We'll talk about the finale later. But... Is this that's is That team, everybody should know it's making a Final Four. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, 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 Shadow. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's Shadow. He decided to say hi. Um, it's pretty good. Branch Wars. I just want to remind myself which one this is. That's the one where they kidnap Jim to go steal Karen's copier, and there's uh, an awkward encounter. That one's it's a okay. good episode, yeah. but it's, it's not, nothing on it's not the, the finale. finale for sure. Nothing on the finale. All right, we're moving on to the next one, the finale with the win there. Um, all right, next one up is Scott's Tots versus Diversity. That's Diversity Day. I don't watch Scott's Tots. Oh, Ever. no, I don't talk about... I mean, the only reason I talk about Scott's Tots is to say don't watch Scott's Tots. Yes. It's heartbreaking. It is the in most the worst worthy episode in the entire series. Worse than anything in season one, which can get pretty awkward. It is... It just makes him look like such a bad person. Yes, I literally... It's the only episode that I refuse to watch ever again. It's bad. I mean... There, I'm sure if we really kind of deep dive into some different scenes, there's some funny stuff in there. But as an episode, I don't even whole, know because I refuse to watch can. it. Yeah, that's all. I'm, all right. I'm done. So the last matchup of the first round is Pool Party against Stress Relief. Pool Party is season eight, episode twelve, which is low key one of the best episodes in the last couple seasons until the finale. Oh, it's funny. And then Stress Relief is... Stress Relief is the one with like Stanley's heart attack and the beeper. Two-parter. And... Oh. Let me bring up Stress Relief here. Okay. So, oh man, this is a good one. So this is where Dwight fakes the fire <laughs> and gives Stanley... Today, smoking's going to save lives. And, say, and Stanley has a heart attack. Um, oh man, this one's really funny. They come in and have to do, like, safety training. Um, Dwight 
cuts the CPR, the cuts the face off the CPR dummy and does the Hannibal Lecter thing. And he goes, "Time to harvest the organs." Minutes <laughs> <laughs> um, harvest. So they are trying to get everybody to relax and everything, um, and then Michael realizes that he is the cause of everyone's stressed uh, stress. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in this episode, we find out that Pam's parents are in a rough patch, and so that's kind of a through line of what Jim and Pam are going through on this one. Um, oh, crap. Part two of this is the roast. Part two of Stress Relief is the roast. Jesus, it's just unfair that it gets both <laughs> episodes. Like, Pool Party is a great episode, but how can it compete against two of them? Like, that's so challenging. Oh, man. There's great stuff in here. And then in part two, um, Pam finds out that... uh, (laughs) Pam finds out that her father is leaving her mom. And after what Jim said to her, and she's like, what did he say to him, and when is he going to say it to me? And then she just finds out that Jim told... Or his... Jim told Pam's dad how he felt about Pam. Yeah. And Pam's dad realized he never felt that way about Pam's mom. So, um, this is tough, man. So, I got a couple thoughts. So, let, well, let me do pool party real quick because I haven't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Synopsis pool party. party. So, Robert California is um, getting divorced and has to sell his mansion. Um, Basically, they. Uh, Kevin suggests they do one last hurrah and have a pool party, and uh, basically they do a tour of the house, and Robert California is like, oh, this is where I was going to have this party and this party, and they all just get completely wasted, Um, and then basically they end up, Robert California ends up tearing his clothes off and going skinny dipping in the pool, and then Gabe and Ryan follow suit because they're trying to one-up each other and be close to the CEO. Mm the this is also the chicken fights in the pool mm-hmm. with uh, Aaron and Dwight and and Andy and, Andy and Jessica. Um, that one girl the who's filling in for. Oh yeah, uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, the one that has a crush on Jim. Yeah, tries she to. She keeps trying to like take advances at him, and Jim's talking about how he makes this memorable joke and tries to leave early and all this. And then he gets stuck on the tour with everybody. Yeah. And then once Robert California goes skinny dipping, he pieces out. Um, yeah. And I, oh man, okay. I think, I think, I think I have to go to the job, or the. Stress relief. Stress relief. So here's here's where I'm at on that. It's, there's right. a couple things. Pool party is probably it's very it's, good. It's episode. one of the best episodes post Michael. Yes, for um, sure. However, it is an episode post Michael and therefore not as good as anything that comes prior that's to season eight. Fair. I think that's um, fair. I also think that the the whole thing. Anytime they try to. Put Jim, like try to have some girl make passes at Jim. I really don't like it. It does make me uncomfortable. I feel like that's just not. Yeah, I don't appreciate that. I know that that's not fair necessarily, but I don't appreciate that. And I do think that the roast 
I think the, the roast, roast alone would have won this, yes. and now you get to add in the other stuff. I, I yeah, I just don't know. I don't think it can compete. All right, so stress relief moves on yep. to the second round. Goodbye, pool party. You will be missed. Because that is a good episode. It, it really is a good is. episode. All right. There's, so we yeah, there's a lot of should be able oh, we should be to fly through these now. Here. All right. So All right. Talk, so top matchup of the second round. We've got Dinner Party against Booze Cruise. Now, you ride and die for Dinner Party. I think Dinner Party is hilarious. I'm going to give you Dinner Party here because Booze Cruise, I think, is a weak second round matchup. It is. I mean, ultimately, Booze Cruise just does not offer what Dinner Party has to offer. Not because Dinner Party is so great, objectively. I mean, Although there are some it. really funny stuff in Dinner Party. There the is. Snip Snap Snip Snap by itself will like, carry an entire yeah, that's, episode. That's, yeah, I think that gets you through um, round two. I think that gets um, you through round two. Okay, so Dinner Party moves into, yeah. ra- it moves into the well, final four? No, no lead eight. we're lead in Elite Eight. Um, all right, so we've got Goodbye Michael against Niagara. Oof. So Niagara is the wedding episode. Jim Pam wedding. Jim Pam wedding. I think I go goodbye Michael here. Goodbye Michael's like an all-timer. Goodbye Michael is great. As good as Niagara is, it's one of the 16 best episodes of the 201. I don't think it's better than Goodbye Michael. So here's the question okay, with that is, okay, so the thing with Goodbye Michael is you get the, the heartfelt, the sentimental. It's not as funny. It's not as funny it's as not, Niagara. And that's the thing, is they both have these very beautiful, heartfelt moments, but Niagara also has the funny. Like, it's got a one-two punch, and I'm a, I love Goodbye Michael, but does it have the second option that you can go to when your primary guy's not getting buckets? <laughs> like, I mean, again, we're running into Niagara's a two-parter, so it's got that advantage. Although the Andy Torn scrotum is really funny. It's really good. Uh, I, oh man, this is tough. This is tough. I understand what you're saying. Objectively, I think we have to go Niagara. Although personally, I prefer Goodbye Michael in terms of if I just want to watch an episode. Yeah, I mean, Goodbye Michael's probably one of their best writing performances. But Niagara's probably more indicative of what the show is. Correct. All right, I'm going Niagara. That hurts. It's, it's but we're tough. I mean, it's a heartbreaker. All right, next up, we've got drug testing against Christmas Party. <laughs> don't even know. Um, ooh. I'm going to have to give myself a little refresher here. So drug testing. I think these are both season two. They are. Drug testing. All right. So we're at. We've got Dwight peeing in the cup for peeing in the cup for Michael. Michael. Oh well, we didn't mention about um, drug testing earlier. This is where Pam gets a jinx on Jim, and he can't talk. Oh, because he's got to buy her a Coke, and the vending machine's out. And she says, you can tell me anything. And yes. you just see the look on his face just drop because he knows he actually can't. Yes. Um, That's real life. And then Pam buys him a Coke so he can buy it off of her. Um, it's real life here, folks. Also get uh, this really funny moment where Jim can't talk and Michael's trying to... <laughs> 
like get everybody to open up and he like yes. acts like he's gonna talk and they just like act like he chokes up and can't do it it's a good one um and then people start giving plots of movies in the <laughs> in that meeting so that's really good that and really then good. back to christmas party we've got the ipod the yankee swap the teapot. The teapot. I think I'm leaning... I think I'm leaning drug testing here. Uh, this one was a toss-up for me. I really appreciate Christmas Party because of the teapot carryover. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is significant. Um, however, there's a lot in drug testing. Like, I, a teapot does not get you to the elite Especially eight. because... That doesn't pay off for seven seasons. Right. Like so that's, in the moment, if you're going back through watching these episodes, you gotta wait a long time. You gotta for that wait payoff. a long time. And so there's there's something there, but at the same time, I mean, if you're leaning drug testing, I, I really can't drug argue. Testing. I can't argue. Alright, next up we have murder versus the injury. This is brutal. This is just Michael versus himself. Yes. <laughs> like if you can Michael versus Michael. So this Michael. is actually interesting because it's like immature early Michael against later more self-aware Michael. However, both still idiots. Both still idiots, but one is like an idiot with a purpose, and the other one's just kind of an idiot. Um, <sighs> Murder's a really funny episode, but so is the injury. The injury, I feel like you get more good stuff out of more people because you don't just have Michael. The Dwight stuff's really good. Jim kind of gets jealous that Dwight and Pam are having a day together. So you've got good Pam stuff in there too. Murder is pretty Andy heavy in there. And again... There's a lot of Andy Aaron. I don't like Andy. A lot of Andy Aaron. Because they're like, are they actually... Because he is acting flirty towards her in the murder mystery game. Yes. And they can't figure out if they're actually, they're actually they, flirting yeah, or what. Yeah, um, you got that. You do have a nice Creed moment in there we talked about. It, yeah, where he runs off. That one's pretty good. <sighs> I think I go the Mama Juju. <laughs> and Angela's like, I don't approve of voodoo. <laughs> I will give you I will give you the injury. Yes. Yeah. Because of the scene where Michael falls in the bathroom and asks for somebody to come <laughs> clean him up. <laughs> and that is where I will give it to you all. Alright, the injury moves on. Alright, this is What just, a run. What is, a run for a this, George Foreman grilled foot. This what is, a run. This is just getting harder, and that's right. what she said. Um, we've got product recall against Casino Night. To me, this is Casino Night. Casino no Night. Alright, Casino Night moves on. The Dundies against Threat Level Midnight. Oof. This is tough. I'm again, I think, leaning Threat Level Midnight. I love that episode. The Dundies is very funny. And it's got really good moments. It's got good Pam stuff. Mm. But I think think the payoff of threat level midnight just means more to me that works for you what are you thinking <sighs> my gut was dundies i'm not was gonna it? lie to you i really think dundies is so funny it is really funny um i do think threat level midnight is also very funny um i think there's a lot of good there 
Listen, remind me where we're at at threat level midnight. Remind me where we're at with Jim. Like, what is he, uh, what's he currently doing? Is he just, uh, threat level midnight. That's season seven, right? Yeah. Season seven, episode seven. All right. So it's obviously Jim and Pam are together. Um, and the, a lot of this was shot while they weren't together. And that's kind of a joke in, in there that he took that golden face role to impress her. Season seven, seven, episode 17, Threat Level Midnight. Oh, 17. You threw me off there. Sorry. Um, All right, so Threat Level Midnight, episode 17. Uh, Yeah, because he's saying that, he ends up saying in one of the talking heads that he just did it because he wanted to spend more time with the receptionist. Yeah. Um, So we're in... So where are we with Jim? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, where are we at with some of these other characters? Like, I'm trying to place them. Like, obviously, I know where we're at with the storyline as a whole. Because Michael with and Michael. Holly are moving, are getting closer to leaving. Um, right, we don't know that yet, but we know yeah. that they're obviously close and together and taking this very seriously. Um. So we're right before garage sale. So we're not... So Jim, I think, is just kind of in his stuff. He's not. He doesn't get into. Where, where's until his? Yeah, where's eight. his? Where's his prank on Gabe about the? Oh, um, about the book and the commission and like. Does anything else happen in this besides us watching Threat Level Midnight and us getting Talking Heads outside of it? Like that's what I need to know. Is there right. anything else in here besides the movie and Talking Heads? Not really. It's just the stuff with Michael and Holly where he... That's yeah. about it. Uh, I mean, the payoff of Threat Level Midnight is huge. I honestly... When you watch it through, you don't actually expect to see that movie ever. Ever. No. The fact so, that we see that movie was shocking to me. Because um, the characters are still baby-faced or whatever from early on. Like, they had this footage. It they, seems like it. It seems yeah. like they had a lot Either of Either that footage. or they just did a really good job of... Like recreating their hairstyles and stuff, but it seems like they made. It this seems like they had this footage um, and hung on to it. So I, I will give you throw up the midnight. Dundies. I'm trying I to see if there's Dundies. anything else going on in the Dundies. Oh, they're not allowed to pay, and that's this whole thing. And friends and family, and then they're yeah. trying to kick him. Michael's gonna call it early, but then they feel bad for him, and so they get more. And you get some, you get some great one-liners in there, like. Instead of busiest beaver award, it's bushiest beaver. <laughs> <laughs> you get the the Stanley. At least I didn't get smelliest bowel movement like Kevin. I mean, you got some great jokes. Um, but that's really all it is. It's just really good, really good jokes. I feel like I gotta go threat level. I, I can go there. I'm not gonna argue right. that too much. Threat I mean, more, not more than I already did. I just had to wrestle with it. Threat level midnight. Um. All right, so we've got Broke versus the finale. That's got to be the finale, right? Yeah, there's I mean, no question there. So the finale, that that all that's a that's a forty five minuter that has. I know we didn't talk about it, but it's like a forty five minuter that had it. I mean, that's it's a two part episode. So that's got well, what it only says season nine episode twenty four, right? But twenty four and twenty five are the finale. We get to count twenty five here. Are we are we making that executive decision because it in the official it, Wikipedia it well, says the, the f- finale is a two parter of twenty four and twenty five. But the official bracket only lists episode twenty four. Right, but there's another episode after that, so it can't be the finale if it's only I, one episode. 
they put two parters. All the other two parters are listed. Not all of them. There's a couple other ones that are not. Well, we never, I, I noticed it earlier. Which other one did you notice? Um, I believe. What are the episode titles? Pull the um, thing up for me. I'm trying to look here. There was another one that was a two-parter that wasn't listed as a two-parter. But the finale is episode 24 and 25. Because there's no there's no name for twenty five, we're not like missing another. True, you know what I mean. So I think that has to go down as. I think that has to go down as both. All right, because there's, because if we look at the all right, looking at all right, season all right. Nine, well, I just we need just need to make that. I just needed to know for sure what we we're. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, on the listing it is. Okay. So, so, so yeah, it's got to be the finale. I mean, it's it's got to be that. And we'll go over more of the finale if it gets opposed at any point. Or if it's the winner, we'll go over it at that point. Yeah. Um, all right. So, the finale moves on. Diversity Day against Stress Relief. So, again, Diversity Day is the one in Season 2. No, it's Season 1. Diversity Day Season 1, Episode 2. It is it's right the away. second episode. That's is the right one away. where we've got, you've got Larry Wilmore as Mr. Brown. Yep. And then uh, he gets in trouble for doing the Chris Rock bit. Um, and they've got all the... Uh, uh, don't they have all the the names on their... The different ethnicities on their foreheads. And... Yeah, and he names his own thing, Diversity Tomorrow, because today's almost over. <laughs> 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 makes his own little video um, and everything. It's pretty great. Um, that one's pretty good. And then Stress Relief was season five, I believe. Yeah, that was a two-parter. Um, it's hard. It hard is to beat hard. A two-parter. Hard to beat a two-parter. It is hard. Let me remind myself what this one is. So this is... Oh, yeah, this is the heart attack. And then... The roast. It's got to be stress relief. The roast is too good. Yeah. It's too All good right. to get beat up by Diversity Day. Stress. Although Diversity Day, very quality episode. Not mad about that at all. All right. We are into the Elite Eight. All right. So we are moving right along here. This is probably going to be a two-hour podcast, but that's okay. We're at an hour 30 right now. All right. Round three winners. We've got drug testing against the injury. These are We do? I believe so. Nope, sorry, 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 sorry. We've got dinner party against Niagara. Yeah, so we will there. have drug we're testing against there. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the wrong part. Of, I was looking at my part of the bracket, and I was like, I don't think so. Dinner party against Niagara. Oh, so I love dinner party, but I'm afraid this is where they bow out. It is. I Niagara's too good overall. It's too important to the overall series, and dinner party makes me cringe too much. To give it the nod. Well, if you're looking for a one episode, nope. Gotta be like shock laughter. That's the one. Nope. Like, dinner party has redeeming qualities. It, it is. It's it really, just really funny. Can't beat Jim and Pam's wedding. It just can't. Especially it's a two parter with all the other funny stuff. It just with Michael can't. and Kevin yeah. and Andy tearing his scrotum. <laughs> we keep going back to Andy. It's tearing. really funny. <laughs> I don't like Andy, so seeing him tear his scrotum is really funny for me. Um, you've also got Aaron Alvarez in that scarf. I thought the wood might be hard on your damaged penis. <laughs> it's my scrotum, actually. But thank you. But yes, thank you. It was. <laughs> um, it's also really funny that 
this really attractive woman, Isabel, is into Dwight, and Dwight has sex with her and just is not interested at all. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm ravished from a night of love. <laughs> and you, <laughs> wedding party or townie? <laughs> just yeah, yeah. It's a winner. She's a dental hygienist and makes love like a dental hygienist. <laughs> like that's somehow the worst. Yeah, thing I, don't know, I, don't even, I don't even know what that means, Dwight. Um, all right. Not long now, ago, you now we have drug testing versus the injury. I think I go the injury here. Drug testing is funny, but it also I do. If I'm getting really, it happens so early, a lot of the characters kind of I, morph into something more by the injury. Yes, even though they're in both in season two. Right? Or no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, I was looking at that wrong. No, they, see, the injury ha- actually happens first. Does it? Yeah, drug um, testing happens after. I don't know where. I, I was looking at something else. I really like the Dwight Pam stuff in the injury. The Michael stuff is really funny. Yeah. Man, how did we get these guys going to the Final Four? I mean, some of these other ones that got beat out. The matchups, man. It's all about the matchups. It's all about the matchups. We try and tell people it's about the matchups. It's about the matchups. It's about about the matchups. Because I know you're going to say one of these two episodes is going to get to the Final Four. And the reality is one of them has to. I think it's the injury. I do like the injury. I'm sorry you cooked your foot, Michael. (laughs) I do like him. I actually really like when he's on the phone with his mom. <laughs> well, what did Jan say? <laughs> I don't want to worry her. I don't want to worry her. Pam, will you come in here and butter my foot? I have country crock. <laughs> All right. Injury moves on. Sorry, drug testing. Sorry. I mean... Although just the visual in of Dwight in like the Mountie uniform, really funny. It's great. I really like him pacing back and forth with a cup of pee as yep, well. Yep. Like whether or not Stressing he's actually going to give it to him. Yep. Uh, give it to him, but... Um, so hats off to drug testing. Great episode. Yeah, I mean, uh, also again, lucky lucky, lucky bracket. Lucky matchups. job. Lucky job. I mean, there's right. some bad ones there. This one's getting real. Casino night against threat level midnight. It's the battle of the nights. It is the Battle of the Nights. I, I This is going to surprise you here. I'm leaning Casino Night. I am too. All right, we agree. We're going Casino Night. I think there's Got just... two queens. I'm going to drop a deuce on everybody. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a lot in Casino that's Night the thing, that's is really funny. So much stuff with so many of the characters. You find out that Creed's like a klepto and just stealing everything. Um, yes, you've got. You find out Kevin's got like a gambling problem. You've got the obvious Jim and Pam thing going the on. Jim the Michael, the Jan, my, I mean Michael, Jan, Carol. Too much it, good stuff. All of it. All of it. Great. Great um, episode. All right, last matchup here in the Elite Eight. The finale against Stress Relief. I'm gonna remind myself on Stress Relief one more time. I keep forgetting Stanley's heart attack and the roast and the roast against the finale. Against the finale. I gotta go finale. Stress relief is so good. So here's the the thing that's really unfair about the finale, and I'm not saying that it would have lost anything up to this point, but both of those, episode 24 and 25, are both... All-timers. They're both all-timers, and they both aired for an hour. Like, it's really four episodes. That's an hour of airing. Yeah, they're both like 45 minutes each. On Netflix, which means they They aired in an hour. They were full air. They were full hour long. Airs, and these other ones were 30. So they really have four episodes all packed into one. It's... I mean, it's really. Here's what I will. It, it is a, a little it's a unfair. Beast. It's a beast. But here's of a thing. what I will say. Well, maybe I'll save. It. I'll save it. You can save it. I just. I. 
Here, I'm going to say this, though. I don't know how it gets beat. Like, it is, there's too much. You know, I talked about being emotional and funny in the punches, and this All one's it. emotional. It's, it's everything. It's funny. It has throwbacks yes. to it. It has look-aheads. I mean, it, it, it wraps it's up everything. It's it really unfair to put a finale really well. here. Um, all right, so we're in the final four. Yeah. We've got Niagara versus the injury. You got to go Niagara. I, yeah, Niagara's You got to go Niagara. Niagara. I mean, got to. All right, and we've got Casino Night against the finale. It's got to be the finale. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's right. really where we get to. So now here's where we can really – so the the final the, the final is Niagara versus the finale. Which is seems a fair, fair matchup because, because it's the finale of the series – Again, and they're both two parters against Jim and Pam's wedding, which is kind of one of the biggest moments in the entire series, right? Which is a lot of what you watch for. Yes, especially up to that point, the will they, won't they, all that. That's a huge moment. And then you've got the finale. You've got the Guten Pronk stuff with Jim and Dwight. Jim and Dwight are kind of finally friends. You love that. Um, you've got Dwight's wedding. You find you get. I really like the uh, panel on the documentary stuff in the very last yeah. episode. That's yeah. really great. Um, you get Aaron um, finding her finding her parents, parents, her birth parents. This is the only time I like Andy ever. Is in this where he like has the self awareness that he's not a star. He just kind of owns his horrible viral moment and has a job at Cornell and he's happy and just kind of makes the best out of that. Oh yeah, he was so gross there for a while. He was. I really hated Andy, especially when he's dating Aaron and he goes on the I hated boat trip. Andy as soon as he became manager. I hated Andy. I really didn't like him that much before, but yeah, when he I became manager, I put up with him before. He was that. really bad. Um, um so you get a lot of that in the finale. Um here's the other thing I will say. For anyone that watches a lot of TV, which I think we both qualify, and if you're listening to this, you probably qualify as well. Especially if you've listened this long. Having a satisfying ending to a show you are this invested in is so freaking hard. It's so rare. I mean, you go through it's a lot of... incredibly rare, and it was basically universally loved. It wraps up all the loose ends that you want. It kind of fixes the Jim Pam stuff of the previous season that you don't really like. Mm-hmm. Um... It has a perfect wrap up with and or with uh, Angela and Dwight. Michael comes back. Jim and Dwight are friends. Ryan and Kelly run off. What's which her... is low key the one part of that I hate. You hate it, but at the same time you go, "That's sense. what was always going to happen." But it makes me you hate the one girl gets her baby via Ryan. Yep. Uh, what's her Nelly? Nelly. Um, and um. you also have this really really sweet ending where they're all in the office together. And Creed's talking and playing music, and he's like weirdly living in the office. <laughs> yeah, that's a really weird ending. He gets and then arrested. He gets arrested yeah. he was like this outlaw hippie or whatever yeah. in the 70s, um, which weirdly kind of mirrors Creed, Creed Bratton's real life. Like a lot of that stuff. Yeah, he I don't know really about the getting arrested part, but like that's who he was. Like he's, he's a little bit playing himself. He's a mus- He really is. Like he's a musician. Like all of that stuff is true, which is super funny. Um, I just I think the finale has to win because the degree of difficulty of pulling that off and have it being satisfying, yep. meaningful, and funny after two hundred episodes is almost impossible. And still And they nailed it. They nailed it. And the other thing that's important, it wasn't actually that predictable. No. 
Like, a lot, some of these good endings, like, oh, well, duh. Like, you look at some of the other marketing, like, Friends, similar cultish following. Sure. Ending still not as good as this. Good. No, not, not nearly as good as, as, this. Good as this. How I Met Your Mother. Awful. Horrific. Worst ending ever. Worst ending ever. Parks and Rec is a really good ending. Is good ending, but I don't think it meets this. I don't think it's as good as this, but you also have this is the same. It's Michael Schur. I mean, it's a lot right? of yeah. I get so that. You've got some overlap. You've got there, some so overlap, it makes sense. So they're both really. They're good. both good, but like this one's still. I like the like. I really like the panel, the documentary panel. I thought mm-hmm. that was a really creative thing. Uh, I really liked the fact that. Pam comes all the way around and is helping Jim chase his dream now. She does the little sneaky thing and With sells the house because he like bought it without her. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it. Now, this I one's really hard to say. Beat. It also is really hard to pull off something that you were waiting for that long in terms of the Jim Pam payoff with getting their their wedding right. It's it seems very fitting that everybody in the office would kind of ruin what they wanted. And so Jim and Pam had this separate plan anyway, or Jim did. Well, I love Jim's whole thing. Like the Niagara Falls, the boat was plan C. This wedding was plan B. Plan A was marrying her a long, long time ago. That's a really sweet line. You have these, you have these awesome moments. And if, I mean, ultimately if the finale doesn't get two TV hours worth of stuff, I mean, I don't. It's a lot closer. It is a lot closer. I still think the finale. You still wins. have to. I I really like your point that it is so hard to pull off a it's finale. Almost impossible. It is so Especially hard, especially when people are this invested in a show. Right, because they lost a lot of people by the beginning of season nine. It was not good. Yeah, basically after they did the thing where so they had Michael leave, right, yeah. and then people gave it a shot where. They were trying out the different managers, and you had the Will Ferrell thing, and then you had all the different Which were always meant to be stopgaps. Yes, and which were a good idea. It was Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Yeah. Um, but by season nine, where I really don't love the Jim and Pam were in trouble storyline. I don't enjoy that at all. No, um, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. The Andy stuff is horrific. I hate Andy. Um, and a lot of these episodes are really Andy heavy. You've got the... Um, the Dwight, the, the Senator, Dwight. and Angela stuff, which is honestly the stuff I like the best out of that. Yeah, um, but it's still odd. It's not great. I do really like the Angela and Oscar stuff, where they finally become friends, and he like helps helps her out and stuff. Like I really enjoy that uh, storyline, which is just right before, like the very end of season nine is really well because they're starting to wrap it all up, and so they start to get back to the yes, roots to who they are with the which characters is really, and really stuff. Good. Because the other characters bring like Nelly. I'm not a fan of Nelly. Don't for care for Nelly most at all. Of it. Robert California does nothing for me. Um, even the Gabes and the Joe Bennetts, which I know of, are in there earlier. You still get some of that. The Aaron's they've come yeah. in earlier, but now they're starting to take on these bigger roles. The interns. They're too. They're and listen. There's good moments with each of those people, but they start having to carry yeah. too much of the load, and I'm just not here for it. Yeah, like the plop and the what's this um, plop and Clark. Yeah, like those two guys. Um, the although I, the Dwight and Clark episode where they pretend to be the father son, son. That's pretty good. It's it's funny, uh, but notice it didn't so, make it into the bracket. It's surrounded by a lot of stuff that's not that good. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think. I think you have to go to the finale. To here. pull this off, the finale was the degree of difficulty incredible. is just off the charts. Incredible, and I think that's worth rewarding. Yeah, in being named the best Office episode of all time, it is. However, I will say, if you had to just stop the series after one certain point, that's not the finale. If you stopped it after the Jim and Pan after Niagara, so there's a couple points. You could stop you it after Niagara. 
You could nobody st- argues. You could stop right? it after Goodbye Michael. You'd stop it at those two points, and those are those are just amazing. But even if you stopped them there, it still wouldn't be as satisfying as the actual finale. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. But those, I mean, I just want to give Niagara its due that For it sure. is. I it think, is about as masterfully done at that point, especially in the series for as what you can the stakes get. were. Yeah, with Jim and Pam, because that's like the through line of the first five seasons. The stakes were incredibly high, and they nailed it. They nailed it. And um, then, the stakes obviously are higher with the finale, yep. especially considering it. It be almost makes suffering through season nine worth it, which is not which is hard to normal. do yeah. because season nine is not that good for the first. Two thirds, maybe rough. even three quarters. It's pretty rough. Um, so I think we both agree, the finale. The finale. Is I mean, the finale. Is it as it always was probably going to be? I mean, like we mentioned. I knew I really liked the finale, but until we went through this, I didn't realize it was probably the best episode. So I think I think it's important to know it, this is probably the best episode. It may not be each of yeah. our favorites, though. No, I mean, if we're gonna watch one favorite, if I can only watch one Office episode, I'm not gonna go to this one. No, I will say though. When I'm rewatching all of them, because I usually just go in order again. Like I, I do, I do, yeah. And I go over again. I really, really, really look forward to the finale. So for me, a lot of times I actually just cut it after Goodbye Michael because I don't want to suffer through everything else. So yeah. there are times I've gone back and just skipped ahead to that, or I I've, have I've suffered I've, through. I've skipped to get there. From I've seen in the finale a few times, but not nearly as often as I've seen the rest of it. The rest of it. Now I have skipped from Goodbye Michael to like the last handful of episodes sure. of season nine before. Yeah, definitely something I've done. Um, but again, I think that is a testament to how good the finale is. Agreed. And like I say, if we're doing, you know, from, from, I think it's uh, season two when Ryan starts a fire, they're out there, desert Island office episodes. Yeah. If you're just going like one-offs, you're going one-offs. I'm not sure we have the same results. No. But when you look at it as an objective piece of work, yes, this is your best episode. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. All right, that is your office bracket. It, we got in under two hours. Ah, only an it. hour 46. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. That's Jake. I'm Ravi. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find me on Facebook, Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula, on Instagram and Twitter, at R-A Lula, or on the website, RaviLulaRadio.com. If you have arguments, questions, you want answers, you think an episode we left out, you think somebody got screwed, To be fair, NBC would have left it out. We did not create this bracket. That's true. This is an NBC bracket, and we just went with theirs. Um, If you like this, hated it, let us know. Well, let me know, and I'll pass it along to Jake uh, because he's a coward. (laughs) Yes. We really appreciate you listening. We'll have more stuff for you while everybody's quarantined and embargoed. We'll have some more stuff for you. Jake's going to stick around and do some more stuff over the next week or so uh, with me, so we'll have some good stuff for you to help you. Uh, spend some time and not get too stir crazy at home. Again, this has been Heavy Lifting with Robbie Lula and uh, stay safe out there.